Family from the Heart podcast episode number 244. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Well, hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And this, my friends, is the special Valentine's Day edition. It's really just another Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) This is, of course, the podcast that gives you a behind-the-scenes look of the Ravenscraft family. A family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which we were created. And that's what we do. Stephanie? That's what we try to do. Clifford? I am exhausted. I can see that. And... um. It's funny because now that I'm sitting in this chair, so am I. So this is going to be like a 20-minute episode. That, 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 it's going to be <laughs> so, a very special 20-minute maximum episode of Family from the Heart. Right. I don't see how that's going to work. That's probably not going to happen. Probably not. But <laughs> So I'm tired. Excuse me for the cough in your ear there. I am tired because I got home at 3.45 this morning. You did. No, you did nap twice. I Well, yeah, I did. I probably had two 30-minute naps in the car sitting up while the car is running on the side of some exit road Mm -hmm. or something like that. I drove home from Nashville late last night, coming home from the platform conference. That's what you get for leaving so late. Well, I I was hanging out with the former president of the United States of America. Yeah. (laughs) Hello. Hello. Actually, I was hanging out with John Morgan, who actually is... A world famous impersonator of George W. Bush. It's pretty amazing. And uh, it really is. So, so I went to the platform conference, and Michael Hyatt talks about bringing the wow. Yeah. And the opening night, they, you know, introduce or they they do a couple of welcoming things and stuff like that. And what nobody knew was that uh, they brought John John Morgan in. But he came in and I mean, he looks he does just like George W. Bush and he sounds just like George W. Bush. I mean, it is unbelievable. And uh, as people were having dinner and stuff like that, there were these guys dressed in suits with the this thing in there and the little <laughs> yeah. coily, yeah. you know, the little coily behind. Wire, wire behind their ear dressed as secret service agents and you know they're just walking around you know looking at things and stuff like that and people are wondering what the heck's that all about and of course i knew because i was hanging out with him in the green room earlier in the day and uh you know and then of course michael hyatt gets up and talks about you know building your platform and i love how he introduced him he said something about you know we're going to talk about somebody who had a platform but then lost it you know, and, and how he's, you know, how losing his platform has, you know, kind of, you know, affected his life. And now how he's actually start had to start all over building a new platform in a different way. And of course, he's actually talk. He's talking both figuratively and literally for right. both George W. Bush and also the guy who played him because for John Morgan, you know, once Bush was no longer president, he you know his right. phone stopped ringing. Of course. So uh, anyway, but he comes out, you know, and and uh, it, it you know the at fake Secret Service guys escort him to the stage, and I would say out of a hundred and fifty, hundred and eighty people that were there, I'd say probably about forty of them were completely one hundred percent convinced. But that was the president. That's hilarious. And uh, and and I know that because I heard them talking afterwards. Right. And then of course he got up there and he did this bit and just was hilarious. And then he, of course he said, you know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm not, and this is who I am. And he talked about his experience. It was it was great. It was so much fun. But uh, he does these things called Bushgrams, and uh, it, you know, so he says, why why send flowers when you can send a bush? <laughs> he's he's hilarious <laughs> anyway but um bushgrams are where you know you can hang out with you, you just get out your mobile mm-hmm. phone or whatever and the two of you together can be in a thing with george bush or 
you can just hold up your camera and tell me what you want me to say to who, and you can send a send bush, a, gra- send them a bushgram. Oh, okay. It it was fun. I saw the little video that you did, um, which I guess is promoting next year's platform. Yeah, or the next the platform. Next platform. And um, it was fun. It was it was. Yeah. But it it was really cool because I got to I got a chance to talk with him. He he actually heard my talk and uh, he's like, I want to talk to you. <laughs> I I'd like to do a podcast. And so over the course of a couple of days of hanging out, uh, he was convinced. I said, Well, I'd love to talk to you about your story and share it with my community. And so I stayed much later, had dinner with him and right. uh, his former manager, uh, Vince. Oh gosh, I can't remember his last name. I would have been able to tell you last night and if I had, had maybe more sleep, I'd be able to tell you. But uh, anyway, I had such a great time having dinner with them. And then we recorded for about 45 to 50 minutes mm-hmm. uh, and got to hear a story. And he gave me his uh, book but and also a, an audio book version of it. And I listened to the entire book on the way home. Did you? And it's really good. Um, he's he's also a Christian and uh the, the name of the book is called My Life as a Bush and My Heart for Imitating Jesus. And what's really cool is he stretches out this analogy and even says it in the book. He says, listen, I stretched this one out way, way much further than it could possibly be stretched. But he says he, the analogy of what it take, what it took for him to learn how to impersonate George W. Bush and how we are called to impersonate or to 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 show to show the image of God mm-hmm. in our lives. Cool and uh, yeah, so interesting book, uh, very good stuff. The audio, I, I'm not a huge fan of audio books, but he he actually reads this, and sometimes he goes into his George Bush voice and mm-hmm. and and uh, because I actually spent I probably spent a total over the last couple of days probably four maybe five hours talking with him. Uh, actually no more than that. We went to, so probably about six or seven hours. And because of my personal connection to him, I, I it was just like listening to a friend on the right. way home. And, uh, yeah, so I, the, the audio book is really good of that as well. If anybody wants to check it out, you can find him at John C Morgan.com. Awesome. So while, yeah. while I was gone, what, uh, what happened here? The world kept turning. I know. I'm sorry. I am always waiting for this day. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't know. I know this is never going to happen. But I'm waiting for this day where I'll walk in the door and all of a sudden the lights will be out, you know, and, and I, I just assume everybody's in bed and stuff like that. And then just at the out of nowhere, the lights all flip on. Music <laughs> starts playing. All right. Confetti Here's the deal. falls from the ceiling. At 11 o'clock my, last night. My wife and all three kids jump up and say, we missed you so much. Well, maybe if you would come home before 345 in the morning, we <laughs> would do that. Um, at 11 o'clock, I thought, okay, if he's going to be here, because I knew that you left at 830 um, our time, thinking, okay, he's going to be here probably around one. Um, maybe I can wait, you know, or have him, you know, wake me up, let me know he's here or whatever. I sent you a text message at 11 when you didn't answer it by 1145. I said, I'm going to bed. I was sleeping when that message so came in. I'm sure I figured that you were, I, I figured that that's what was going on. So, but while you were gone, um, let's see on Sunday, the kids wanted, um, red Robin. Okay. So we went to red Robin. Okay. And had a good time. Um, just laughing and and hanging out and um you know monday was regular business school stuff to do things to be places to be all that kinds of things um so really i mean we just did what has to be done right i mean so just life went on life went on gotcha yeah uh, hey something real new and not that this is a huge deal but uh Actually, we can't. It, it's almost a story in and of a, uh, in and of itself. In and of. So last week we asked Siri, or I had asked Siri, how much does it cost for, to get a new water heater? Right. And I think she said right around sixteen hundred dollars, which I think is like right around exactly what we paid. It was. 
Right? So Siri was correct. Siri was right. So anyway, but the whole process of getting a water heater could not have been easier. It, it was almost too easy. It was, it seemed weird. It really did. So it was tell funny. The story um, well, we decided that we were going to do, you know, well, quite honestly, we had no choice. <laughs> I kind of, you know, twisted his arm and forced him into it. But um, so last Thursday, we took, we dropped Megan off at dance and went to Home Depot because I had called there earlier and they said that you just come in and pick it out and that if um, if you do that by noon, like if we would have went Friday morning and picked it out before noon, we still would have received it on Friday. Like they have same day installation. But since we picked it out Thursday night, he's like, that's fine. You're going to get a call tomorrow morning. Um, this will be installed probably tomorrow afternoon. And um, so... He just he took asked, our number and he, our address. Right. He took our, our phone number and our address. And I said, where do we go to pay for this? And he said, you don't. We don't know how much it's all going to cost until after it's installed. And really? really? Well, I just thought we would pay for the water I heater we, and then, and then pay, pay, pay the installation the, later. That's yeah. what I thought also. But um, but that was not the case. So we went, we picked it out. Um, it was very good that you knew the questions to answer mm-hmm. that he asked because otherwise, I, I mean, seriously, yeah, I wouldn't have known what kind we needed. Um, probably we wouldn't even been able to correctly answer the questions that he asked you. Um, although I did know that it was gas yeah, and not electric. So I did know that, yep. but, um, and, uh, and it was, it was very easy. The guy who came super awesome, fantastic, super nice guy. I mean, really, he was so nice. And, and by Friday night we had hot showers. Yeah, I love I love it. <laughs> you should have saw your face. He says, "You guys know that you have to wait twenty four to forty eight hours before you use use any hot." And water. I looked at him and I was like, "Really?" I said, "Really? Okay." And he's like, "Do you believe me?" I said, "No." <laughs> I didn't believe him. I mean, I don't know what my face looked like, but I didn't believe him. Um, you were thinking what you you told me. I was just thinking what I'm going to have to tell my daughter. Right. I didn't want to have to tell Megan that there wasn't going to be hot water for forty eight hours, but. Um, so we got that last Friday. So, you know, we're clean and and we have hot water. We have hot water to continue to stay clean. That's Isn't good. Isn't that fantastic? It is. But, so, um, Home Depot is I never dreamed in a million years it would be that easy. I know. To get a new water heater. And $1600 later, I mean, I wish I would have called them a long time ago instead of dealing with the Rotor other people, Rooter. right, right. Because last time Rotor Rooter was here, I told him, I said, just, just replace, replace it. it. And, and he were... was talking about, do you know how expensive that's going to be? And blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, dude, I just need hot water consistently. <laughs> right. Now, I think that something got messed up where um, what for the kids, what used to be their medium, mm-hmm. you know, their warm water yeah. is now still cold. So you have to turn it like way farther to get warm water. But that's because the thing set at 120 degrees. We oh. could turn it up if you wanted okay. to. Okay, but um, but I figure if we yeah. leave it like it is, and Matthew's like, it's still cold, mom. And I said, well, did you turn it over? And he goes, well, I had it where my warm is. Yeah. <laughs> and just turn it up, buddy. The warm water's there. Yeah, the good. I think the good thing about that is that it will use less hot water because the, they have to turn it so far, whereas okay. before. It was right. it was it was actually warm too soon. Although I think right now I, I agree that it's kind of like it takes a little. It, it yeah, it's yeah. a little too far. It could right go now, to, but we could probably bump it up to the one forty. Okay. So anyway, yeah, so new water water heater. heater. Thank you, Jesus, that mm-hmm. that is done. Absolutely, it's very good. Um. So today's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Um. You and I don't really do anything. Nope. I mean, it's not a big deal, but I do make it special for the kids. You do. Which is funny because our daughters are probably going to grow up expecting things for Valentine's Day. But hopefully I'm raising a son who expects to get something for, you know, to to buy something for someone for Valentine's Day. And um, so I I buy them a stuffed animal and a card um, every year. That That's what I do. So I picked their stuffed animals out like weeks ago and I got us a special dessert tonight. We're going to have homemade pizza. I mean, it's just really going to be a fun time in the time that we have because Megan still has dance tonight. 
Right. So like everything family oriented has to be finished by 530 <laughs> between four o'clock and 530. Yeah. And um, but this morning I spent I spent the morning at um, in McKenna's class helping out and, you know, partying with the second graders. Tons of fun. I love that class. And um, last night, McKenna was fin- filling out her Valentine's and she wrote an individual personalized note to each of her classmates in all of those cards. Really? Yes. She's so awesome. Everyone is personalized. It was so cute. And I just loved that. I mean, it really showed, it really showed her heart, mm-hmm. you know? And um, so they were reading them. And one of the, one of the other teachers um, was they have, they have a girl who um, she's, she's in their class kind of like in their homeroom, but then she goes with different teachers most of the day. Um, and so her teacher who she spends most of her day with was in the class with her while they were passing out Valentine's and stuff. And, um, and so she was looking at, at the cards and she's like, McKenna wrote a personal note to each one of you. Do you guys know how special that is? Like she was making a big deal and it was fun. But this class, I have never met a group of 23 students who have loved each other more than this class. Yeah. They care so much about each other. There are no clicks in this class. There are no, I mean, if they each have a genuine love and care for each other and it's beautiful and it makes you want to be around them. Yeah, it really does. And, and I'd love it. I, I've never, um, I've never been had one of my kids be part of a class like this before. I mean, they're just a great group of kids. They really are. And so I had a great morning partying with them. That's awesome. They had breakfast. What they have? And, uh, they had donuts and oh. um, muffins. And I brought in fruit, which went over very well. I mean, they all ate quite a bit of the fruit and um, chocolate milk, juice, you know. Gotcha. That kind of stuff that's easy for a parent to buy and the kid to take to school. Yeah. But um, whenever the list comes around, I always tell the teachers that, um, especially this year, I'm kind of like the room mom mm-hmm. this year, I guess. I didn't really, I don't know. I've just kind of taken on that role, probably just because I love to be around these kids so much. And so I just tell the their teacher that, you know, send me an email the night before your party and tell me what the other parents didn't get. And that's what I'll bring. You know, tell me what you still need and, and I'll fill in your holes rather than buying something that like donuts, like four different parents sent in donuts. Right. And um, so she's bagging them up to send them home with the kids. So um, this is dying. You're going to need your okay. power cord soon. But um, so I just I just fill in the gaps and bring whatever is still needed. But um. I just I loved that about McKenna that that she wrote a personal message to each one of the of her classmates. That's awesome. It was fun. What else do you have on your list of things to talk about? Megan's language arts homework. Okay, what happened there? Last night we're doing her homework, um, sitting down together. She has to write a poem to someone for Valentine's Day. That was the homework. Okay, and she's like, Mom, I mom i need help i'm like okay i'm not the writer in the family that's probably why i've wanted to start a blog for five years and it's never happened because i don't consider myself to be a good writer excuse me little miss i'm on the school newspaper (laughs) write your own poem right and so she's just whining and she's just she was tired in any way um i told her so all right, we're sitting there and I'm like, Megan, I'm not a writer. I don't know. I don't know. I don't write poems. I don't know. And then this, I, this like line just came to me and I just said it and she's like, Hey, that's pretty good. And she wrote it down. What was right. it? Um, our friendship blooms full like a rose. 
because it was a it was a valentine to a friend so our friendship blooms full like a rose she's like i like that i'm gonna put that down that sounds like something i'd write so, <laughs> this poem has to be 10 lines long and i write the entire thing i did her homework for her last night great so i tell her megan if you get an a on this i'm hanging it on the refrigerator and she's like, no, you're not. I'm like, yeah, I am. Megan, if you get an A on this, I'm hanging it on the refrigerator. I never got an A on a poem that I wrote in school. I want that grade. And I'm going to hang it on the fridge. There you go. Yeah. Cool. So she liked it. I was just playing around, but it worked. See, you so. should be blogging. Yeah. You're- they all rhymed with rose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what, what words did you use to rhyme with rose? Um, Clothes clothes like shopping for clothes uh-huh. um does our conversation's not a doze okay <laughs> um <laughs> um i don't know i don't know there's 10 of them 10 words 10 words nine words that rhyme with rose did you yes. like use the word bulldoze i did not use the word bulldoze i know i used the word grows did you use garden hose <laughs> no because we didn't think it would be right (laughs) but you thought of it well yeah without the garden though okay then and so (laughs) (laughs) we have a teenage daughter okay who of course says hose rhymes with rose (laughs) ah this is not one tree hill it's not hose over bros it's just not so okay so Um, did you uh like do um the Hershey kisses we once froze. I did not. See? No, but it was something about something about shopping for clothes, painting our um, toes, hot, well, drinking hot chocolate while it snows, um, um, watching our favorite television shows. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did use shows, but not that way. All right, not that way. Um, something. Our happiness is, or our friendship is happiness, and it shows. Is was that line you for can shows? Pick your friends, but you can. What is I it? did use nose, but it wasn't picking your friend's nose. <laughs> you can pick your friends. You can, you can pick, pick your, your nose, nose, but you can't, you can't pick, pick your, your friend's, friend's nose. To- yes. Right. So, um, yeah. But anyway, so if this if this comes home with a good grade, it's all you. It's all me. I, I did it. Excellent. <laughs> so there comes a point in time where homework just needs to be done. Yeah. And I'm just like... That's where you just look in the back of the book. Here's the deal. (laughs) You have... They're there for more than six hours. Mm -hmm. Each of their... Now, when I went to school, our classes were like 55 minutes long. Mm -hmm. Their classes are longer than that. They're in their course for longer than 55 minutes. And I don't remember what it is. I don't remember how long they are. But I'm like, that's plenty of time. My kids should not have homework. They just shouldn't. Right. And I know that there are teachers who will probably disagree with me, but I know that there are some teachers who do agree with me. There are teachers who who agree that kids shouldn't be bringing home homework, but the state regulates so much stuff that there's not enough time during the day to actually teach, to actually teach it. Yep. And so, anyway... So what happens is, you know, your kid comes home and you do their homework for them. Right. Yeah. Hey, I want to tell you, um, I got to drive a car that I've been wanting to play around with uh, ever since I heard about it on Leo Laporte's This Week in Tech. Right. The Ford Focus. I heard you liked it. It's an interesting little car. Right. And believe it or not, the back seat's actually kind of roomy for such a... Well, maybe that could be your next car. I, I don't know if it will be or not, but uh, I I just want to say it's it's it's... Or a kid car. It's a definitely an interesting car. Um, what I liked about it, first of all, is that it had a really good stereo system in it. Okay. And that was cool. Mine it, doesn't. It was cool that it had Bluetooth. Mine doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> and it also had, it also had a oh. manual transmission engine. But it shifted automatically. But it had an automatic shifter, so it didn't have a clutch. That would be weird. It is really weird. And if you're if you put it in drive, 
it it is really really weird it it kind of shut up and drive <laughs> it's kind of like it almost hesitates a little bit okay. here and there and stuff like this but it you it actually has you know how normally you have it says pr for park reverse mm-hmm. n for neutral d for drive and then you usually have like two and second. one mm-hmm. second mm-hmm. and first well this one had p r n d and then it just had s standard which means for shift shift okay okay and I'm thinking, okay, what's this do? And then I and I put it down in in S for shift just to see what would happen. And it actually it it when I went and hit the gas pedal, it does start out uh, like with a lot of power, like you would expect it to. And it, it and it will automatically shift through first, second, third, all the way up to sixth gear. To does it automatically for you? You don't have to do anything. I'm like, why would anybody put this in drive? Right. Except for the fact that supposedly drive is the most fuel economical thing. So, you know, mostly sometimes they say, you know, your car doesn't have to have that big hit your gas pedal and go and get up to 60 as fast as you can. Uh, it's more economical to let the car right slowly take you slowly up to that. It. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that's great. Economical, economical my butt when this bus is about ready to run me over. <laughs> so... Anyway, I, so I'm driving it, you know, and stuff like that, playing around. And then all of a sudden I notice on the on the thing, um, it's got this little plus button and minus button kind of thing on the side <laughs> of the shifter. I'm like, what's that do? <laughs> and now Stephanie will tell you that there have been plenty of times when I rent a car and it has the little shifter in the middle that sometimes I, I if there's a shifter in the middle, I, I pretend like I'm shifting it with my hand, the yes. first gear and stuff yep. like that. Or first, second, third, fourth, and fifth, and uh, and it's like I don't know why I do that, but it just do. I I sometimes miss having a standard transmission. So anyway, what I found is that if you're st- when you're stopped, if you actually put it in S, and it, it'll automatically shift automatically. But if you actually hit one of the buttons, it'll actually show you on the display first gear, and then if you're going and you hit the gas pedal, it, it it'll stay in first gear. And <laughs> the engine's like really way until you hit the plus thing and then it puts it in second gear and then the plus thing again and then it puts it in third gear and so it's re- you're really literally shifting the car with the button with the button and i want to tell you it is so realistic it is so realistic that there were several times when i went to go put my foot when i came to a stop i went to go put my foot on the clutch so the car wouldn't stall when I came to a stop and the clutch is not <laughs> there. Not there. <laughs> it was so weird. I could probably drive that car. You could. I know how to shift. It's the clutch that I could never it get. It does the clutch for you. It's the clutch that I can never get. Although I do think that part of the reason I never could learn how to um, drive a stick is because you taught me how to shift mm-hmm. while I was in the passenger seat. Right. So I can shift with my left hand. Yeah. But that doesn't do me any good when I'm driving. Right. And I need to shift with my right hand. Well, anyway, but, the uh, Ford Focus, so, pretty nice little car. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, you know, for, cool. I think when we drive to Florida this summer, we should rent one of the cars that we're looking at purchasing. You think so? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, that that would be a test drive, mm-hmm. wouldn't it? It would be. Yeah. Quite the test drive. Quite the test drive. I think we'd know whether we wanted that car or not that's true spend four days of driving in it yeah you'd know awesome that's a good idea maybe we'll do that thanks i know anyway. toyota does it huh i know toyota does it what rents through cars uh-huh. okay i don't know about honda but okay mckenna really wants a honda piglet <laughs> honda piglet it's a pilot but right she calls it the honda piglet so so what else you got on your list well, that's it. That's all I had on my list. Okay. You said 20 minute show. I, don't, yeah. I wasn't aiming we're very thir- high. We're 30 minutes. Well, at least. Le- <laughs> I'm just at, kidding. I'll tell you what. At least let's do this. Yeah. This summer, join Cliff and Stephanie and the GSPN.TV community for the dream cruise of a lifetime. A four-night cruise to the Bahamas on board the Disney Dream Cruise Ship. With many exciting features and plenty to do for both adults. And kids. So 
enjoy the world's first onboard water coaster, the Aqueduct. Become a detective and solve mysteries with enchanted art. Spend the whole day on a private island. Watch magical fireworks from the ship. See Disney-style shows with all the characters and much, much more. <laughs> we are planning to make this community event the magical experience of a lifetime. For booking details, head to gspn.tv slash cruise. Slash cruise, my slash friends. Cruise. So, um, you know, I've been, and you know, um, I've been listening to a lot of Zach Brown Band yes, lately. You have? I have. Um, absolutely love that band. Cool. Love them. Um, they won a Grammy on did Sunday they? night. Good they for did. them. And anyway, they have this song called Toes. And um, being on the private beach always makes me think of toes. And I got my toes in the water and my bottom in the sand. Not a worry in the world. I cold beer in my hand. <laughs> I'm thinking I might have to enjoy that soon. Yep. Although I don't drink beer. No. Eh. So yes, the cruise is coming up, it and uh, yeah, and we're we the Ravenscrafts are looking forward to it. It is going to be a great time, it and is. Uh, we really would encourage you if you can make it, uh, contact Randy as mm-hmm. soon as possible, and head over to gspn.tv/cruise, and you'll have his contact information is on the page there, including all the dates and everything else. So, love to have you join us. And it's going to be here. I haven't heard from Jeff yet. It's, if if okay. there's a guy out there and you want to save half off, uh, right. then uh, you can you can uh, talk to Jeff Gentry and he can share his room. Uh, with, that way you don't have to pay for full occupancy if you're right. coming alone. So again, uh, just email me, cliff at gspn.tv, if you're a guy out there who wants to come on the cruise by yourself and share a room with Jeff right. Gentry. Uh, otherwise, uh, contact Randy crane and his contact information is at gspn.tv slash cruise you know i'm not trying to i'm really i'm not trying to rush the time away please don't but it's already mid-february it is actually today is halfway through february yep and megan and i will be out of town one weekend in march okay um and then we'll all be Going to San Diego. Going to San Diego in April. And then Megan and I will be out of town again at the end of April. And then I'm going. And then you'll be out of town in May. Yep. And if we live our life from trip to trip, we'll be going on this cruise in no time. <laughs> yeah. Because then May and then June. And then June. And we'll be going on our trip. Yeah. And then November, I'll be speaking at another yep. conference again. I know. Yep. I'll I mean, I really, I really want to live in the moment every day because it's more and more evident how quickly it is just sliding by it's just going that's what i'm trying to do i want to I, I do i that's why i, I don't want to wish it away i i am i excited about the cruise yes i'm thankful that it's in june and it's not like next week you know i mean I'm, I'm looking forward to it two years ago today we were on a cruise Yes, we were with Dan Miller and mm-hmm. Joanne and David Foster and Paula Foster and uh, it was fun. Joel and Pay and yeah. that was good. Pierce and Lisa, Connie and Sheila. Which, by the way, I saw Connie the other night in Nashville. Yeah, we had a meetup. We had fifty people show up to the community meetup. Really? Yes. Yeah. Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville. You Every- know, you didn't invite me to Nashville. Uh, I just assumed you didn't want to go. I know. <laughs> Yeah. did you want to go huh well i mean i probably couldn't have but nashville's like my place that's i know i i would have loved to have had i yeah. know maybe next time okay maybe next. Well, then, time. i think i should always find a way to go to nashville okay yeah well the uh the the next platform conference is in dallas i know you want to go to dallas I've never been to texas you've never been to texas all right no i've never been to texas I had to think for All a moment. Right. No, I don't Come think to I've Texas with me, ever then. been to Texas. When is that? Uh, May? It's in November. Oh, November. No, May, May is in Orlando. I might be able to work that out. You know, we really need to sit down and seriously talk about like how to handle childcare so that I can go on some trips with yeah, you. I, that, well, Not all trips. I mean, yeah, I, th- I think the business can pay up to a certain amount for childcare. So 
we uh, need, the we business need to is look at a place into now. finding a place where we can find a trust, someone trusted. Well, we don't need who, to find a place. We just need to find somebody we know. We know people, so. We don't know people who, we don't know people who don't have their own kids or husbands or All right. whatnot. You know what I mean? That's fine. Yep. I'm, I'm sorry. Gonna, I'm not going to trust my kids to some stranger. Well, that's I. That's why we would take references, and it wouldn't be a stranger. It would all be right. Somebody, um, all right. Never. Never. Never mind. We'll figure it out. But yes, I want, and, and I, I'm not wrong in in wanting. I don't believe that I'm wrong in wanting someone who can focus their full attention on our children for three or four days. That's. Yeah. I don't want my kids to be something someone has to do. Right. You know. That makes sense. Yeah. So. Just think in two years, Megan be 15. We're not rushing it away. Remember? All right. So. (laughs) Even when she's 15, we're not leaving her alone. That's true. Knock, knock. I've been 15. (laughs) We're not, not going there. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. So anyway... I don't have anything else. I mean, I you were going to tell me about I all can, those numbers in your phone. You have oh, like all of these new numbers yeah, in your phone, and, and, and um, you said you were going to wait to tell me. Yeah, so I'll tell you what my numbers are. So basically, I get nervous whenever I t- go up and start talking for the first ten fifteen minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. Normally, when I talk and I am I and I'm giving the talk that I was giving at the platform conference, which is the story of how we went from mm-hmm. hobby to mm-hmm. to what we do today. And uh, I've always had, you know, an hour to share that story. And this time I was limited to 45 minutes. And I'm like, I can't spend fi- the first 10 or 15 minutes being nervous. Right. And um, I was I knew I was going to be even more nervous than ever before, because this isn't just an audience of my peers. These are this is an audience of people who are looking to me professionally as they're more than likely going to hire me. For example, I would say that over the course of the next 18 to 24 months, I will have out of that, the people who attended there, I will probably have somewhere between 30 to 40 of those people that what that came to my talk go through A to Z. And I have a feeling that there'll be about five people who hire me for my full one, one full day with them, come fly out and hook everything up and walk you through and teach you. Okay. So that I mean that this is a big deal, and not only that, but it's Michael Hyatt who right. who teaches people professionally how to speak and stuff. So I knew I'd be a little bit more nervous than normal, <laughs> and so I I said I need to do something to just acknowledge the fact that I'm going to be nervous, and and I and to acknowledge the fact that I'm going to get slide into my groove, but how can I force that to happen within the first few minutes? Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there and I was going through my slides, and have you ever seen Malcolm Gladwell before? Uh, yeah. So, so, so check this out. I, I I will do this for you while um, I'm explaining this. And of course, okay. I know that the folks listening can't see it, but uh, I think you'll get a kick out of this. So I here's what I knew that I was going to do is I was going to have my slide be uh, just, you know, the title. And then when I got up there, I was going to put a picture of Art Garfunkel, Art, Art, of Malcolm Gladwell. And do you, and so mm-hmm. explain to people what he looks like. He's skinny with freckles and some pretty crazy hair. It's, it's exactly. He's got really crazy hair, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, I, I, I knew I was going to ask people in the audience, you know, can somebody in here tell me who this is? And I knew this audience would know. There he would has be, a trusting smile. He does. Yeah. But uh, he, something uh, about his eyes. Yep. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But anyway, I, I knew there would be people that, who could tell me that this was Malcolm Gladwell. And then I wanted to kind of just light, lighten up the place a little mm-hmm. bit. And I said, how many people in here thought this was Art Garfunkel? And of course, I just mm-hmm. pulled out I, side by side. I put an album cover of right. Art Garfunkel and he's got the same funky kind of hair and stuff like that. And actually, surprisingly, there were people who rose their rose their hand and said, yeah, he, he looks like Art Garfunkel. I, or I thought it was Art Garfunkel. And so then I went away and I talked about the 10,000 hour rule. Mm-hmm. And the 10,000 hour rule, I said, how many people have heard that the 10,000 hour rule is, um, you know, where it says that to be an expert in any given subject, 
all you need to do is devote more, uh, 10,000 or more hours to that subject. And, okay. Right. And stuff like that. And I said, how many people have heard that? And everybody raises their hand. And I said, it's a lie. It's not true. Not that the 10,000 hour rule is a lie, but in fact, uh, that's not what the 10,000 rule it, our rule is. The 10,000 hour rule is that to become such a phenomenon that people that you're so freakishly awesome at what you do that just your first name alone is most of the time is all that's needed for people to recognize who you are like Tiger or Oprah or you know right. LeBron and you know th- those kind of things people just know you by your first name um so John Paul Ringo you know it's, it's like to be so freakishly awesome it takes 10,000 10,000 hours <clears throat> and I sit there and I said now I'm going to do something that Michael Hyatt says you should never do in a talk. And that is read a quote directly from a book. And I'm going to do that for you now. And so I went over and I started singing. All right. And of course, Stephanie. You're not going to make me listen, are you? I'm not. I'm not going to make you listen to me sing. But what happened is I, you know, given the whole Art Garfunkel thing. Mm -hmm. So I went over and I started singing. And in the darkness light I saw... 10,000 people, maybe more. And then as soon as I started singing the third line, people talking without speaking, all of a sudden 20 people in the crowd immediately on cue jumped up and started singing with me. Okay. And then the fourth line, this happened. Oh, hold on. And then, crud, that didn't go well. It went better in the talk. That's good. So, and, and then this happened on the fourth line. And we were all singing. And then everybody stood up. And we all sung. And I was like freaking out. But what happened, but what happened was that after this, here we go. And then it fades out. And I said, mm-hmm. thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. And, and that was it. There was no point that, I mean, the song has nothing to do with anything in my talk. The only connection is that Malcolm Gladwell kind of reminds me of Art Garfunkel. And so, but what happened was I did the scariest thing in the world that I could think of for me to do. And that is for me to sing in right. front of the people right. that I'm terrified to talk in front of. So I figure if I sing in front of them. Talking is going to be no big deal. Talking and, and it worked perfectly. Good. So what? So why all the numbers in my thing? Because here's what I did. I, I Before my talk that morning, I spent all morning long trying to recruit people, usually one to three people at a time all morning long asking people if they would be willing to help me do this. And I told them right after I say uh, 10,000 people, maybe more. As soon as I say 10,000 people, maybe more, the next line I need you to jump up right then and start singing people talking without speaking. And and so I gave them that cue. And, mm-hmm. and, and I strategically made sure that they were people in different areas of the room. And it just, it was awesome. That's I, cool. I did a, I did a flash mob <laughs> Inside of the platform conference. Very good. And so it immediately got rid of all of my nerves. Mm-hmm. It immediately, it actually showed not just, it not only allowed people to wake up and really say, wow, I have to pay attention to what he's sharing, but, but it also just like shows, wow, how, how did he make that happen? You know, and it, mm-hmm. it, it was a cool, it was the best, it was the best speaking I've ever done. And and that's that's coming out of the, you know, New Media Expo where mm-hmm. I, I thought that was the best I've done. And it's getting better. I know. It's getting Maybe better. Maybe stop stressing about it. When is the week before your talk's gonna start getting better around here? <laughs> Come on. Why why do we have to suffer while you're stressed and nervous and working it out and then they get to benefit from all of the happy times? Yeah. Yeah, we need to work on that. We 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 do. <laughs> you get so stressed before I you go. I do. Um, Lord S says, "Take your kids with you. What a better classroom in the what better what better classroom in the world?" Yeah, and we are going to do that in uh, San Diego, right? So, I don't although know the, the, the but the thing is, is we can't bring the kids to these conferences right. though. Uh, New Media Expo does not allow kids. Um, 
Uh, and I, I would assume that uh, social media marketing yeah. world would not allow kids. And I'm pretty sure that platform is not a place for it. It's, it's just they would rather be distraction free. Yeah. So that that's the reason why it's hard to take the kids. And the fact that I am bringing the entire family to social media marketing world means that I will probably miss out on a lot of the the business networking opportunities that are going to be there. Well, that's not what I'm wanting you to do. I mean, I'm not wanting you to miss out on the whole thing. I know. I just don't want to be left behind. I know that, (laughs) but that's what I'm saying. But the thing is, is that, you know, there's the whole networking cruise that Mm -hmm. one evening. So go on that and the kids and I will do something else. I wonder if there's any way that I wonder if there's anyone that we might know that lives in that part of California. That's what I'm thinking. Wouldn't it be great if we that would like to spend the evening with me and our children? No, what I was thinking is somebody (laughs) who would like to be spend the evening with our children, our children, and you go on the cruise with me. That would be fun too. That'd have to be trusted, like yeah, you know that, right? Yeah, okay. It'd have to be somebody we we know. Yeah, not somebody that we're being introduced right now, right? So somebody because but we know a lot of people in Southern California. We do know a lot of people. So hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. Yes. Anyway. But we're looking forward to um to that trip and um Yeah. So anyway, I sang. I'm proud of you. I don't know how it turned out. Someone um so I responded, like you had tweeted that you made a decision and you were Mm -hmm. gonna sing during your talk and I responded to you on Twitter when I just said no with lots of O's and lots of exclamation points. And um it was a joke, by the way. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so I got a response back from someone that says it can't be that bad. He has a very nice speaking voice. And I didn't respond to this person because my response wasn't very kind. And um, or actually, it was someone I didn't know. So I didn't think they would get my I I, I cannot carry a tune even inside of a bucket. Yeah. I mean, I would, I, it I, would spill out. I didn't think they would get my humor. Yeah. So I didn't respond back. But yeah. yeah, you can have a great speaking voice and still be tone deaf. Although I, I you know, I think I mean, I was nervous. So I kind of, you know, it, it wasn't as good as it could have been. I love that you say that. <laughs> I, I think I could pull it off. I mean, I, I'll even try now. Look, and in the you, naked. You said you were going to make me. <laughs> okay, well, I'm just teasing. But uh, it's not I, that bad. What you know what, what gets? Me, I did it though. Right. What that, we tease you about? What? What we tease you about with not being is when you over exaggerate when you're making fun of someone or yeah. trying to be funny. Um, Cliff is really terrible at knowing lyrics. Yeah. So. <laughs> He I just make them up. makes them up as he goes along. Um, Matthew had, um, so Zach Brown band. Um, I did a search on Spotify. So I've been, um, I've had like all of their albums on shuffle on Spotify for a while now. And the other day, Matthew says, so there, they did a cover of The Devil Went Down in Georgia, which was originally by Charlie Daniels. Okay. Right? And um, it's fantastic. And I love it. <laughs> I always have loved that song. Mm-hmm. I've always loved that song. It has a huge... Inter- if you ever need motivation... Yeah. If you ever can't get up and move, turn that song on. I've heard it and I don't like it. It will... I'm sorry. There's something about, there's something about it that just really... Um, wakes me up anyway matthew says that's not a song i'm like yes it is matthew that it, it's a song he goes no they're just talking the words it's <laughs> <laughs> because this song is about the music it, it, it's about the instruments it he didn't get it hmm. you don't like that song i i like the song i just don't like that their version of it really why i don't know just doesn't hmm. sound right to me because uh, I, I like the so original, I like me. Charles. It's Dan- live. I like the Charles Daniel Charles Daniels band, but I do. Have you ever heard of this? Devil went down to Texas. No. <laughs> Listen to this. How can you like this and not like? It's it, instead of a fiddle. It's an electric, electric guitar. Listen to this. The devil went down to Texas, he was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind, he was way behind, he was willing to make a deal. 
when he came across this young man shredding on a guitar and playing it hot. And the devil jumped upon a hickory stump and said, Boy, let me tell you what. I bet you didn't know it, but I'm a guitar player too. And if you care to take a dare, well, I'll make a bet with you. Well, you play a pretty good guitar, boy, but give the devil his due. I bet a guitar gold against your soul, so I think I'm better than you. The boy said, my name's Johnny, and it might be a sin, but I'll take that bet you're gonna regret, cause I'm the best there's ever been. Johnny, fire your tremolo and play your guitar hard, cause hell's more loose in Texas and the devil deals in cars. If you win, you get the shiny guitar made of gold, if you lose, the devil gets your soul. All right. Anyway, the reason I found this song mm-hmm. is because when I went to Texas, I was playing yeah. that to psych me up for okay. going down. Yeah. So I don't know how you can like that with the guitar and not like their live version with. I th- I think it's because that that guy's voice sounds just like Charlie's Charles Dan- Charlie Daniels. What guy? That guy. Th- this. This. Th- th- I think he sounds just like Charlie I, Daniels. Charlie Daniels. I think he does. Listen to the voice. went down to Texas. He was looking for a soul of steel. All right. So listen to that. And then uh, let's see here. Soul of steel. You Devil. know, talk about um, useless information that my brain retains. I had not heard that song in probably 15 years. And it came on and I still know every darn word. Do you know that? Yeah. How do, how do you? What is that called? What's the what? name? Devil went down to Georgia, Devil right? Devil went down to Georgia. Charles Daniel, Charlie Daniels. It's Charlie. You know what? I don't think they actually have Charlie Daniels on. Uh, oh yeah, it is Charlie Daniels band. And here's <laughs> now listen to this guy's listen to his voice. It sounds just like the other one, I think. went down to Georgia, he was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man sewing on a fiddle and playing it hot, and the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, boy, let me tell you what. All right, so what's the name of the other band? The Zach, Zach Brown Band. Zach Brown Band. And uh, let's see here. There's Chicken Fried. I love that song. Oh, I got to tell you about, I, we got to tell people about that just in case they Okay. Live. But here, here's the version. Well, the crack of his whoopy tail, the beast was done. Yeah, it's too, that's what it, they sped it up. It's, it's like double fast. speed. I love I it. I knew though. there was a reason I, I didn't like it. it. I love it. I love it. No. Can't do this. Down to Georgia, he was looking for soul steel. When he was in a bind, he's way behind. He's willing to make it. It's like, dude, slow no. down. No, it's fantastic. You know what? It was seeing them play that song live on an award show that made me fall in love with them. If if love them. If there was a way for me to speed it, like to play slow it, it down, play it half speed, I'd probably like it. <laughs> I, I I couldn't remember what it was, yeah. but I knew there was something okay. that really. I knew it me. couldn't have been Zach's voice. It, no, it's not his voice. It was is uh, now that I play it. It's. When it came across the boy, sound on a fiddle and playing it hot, and the devil jumped See? up on a hickory stump. So boy, let me tell you what. That's what it was. Yes, you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. And if you can't. Anyway, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Thank you, Spotify. Thank you, Spotify, for my never ending access to Zach Brown Band. (laughs) Oh, and my never ending access to. Oh, my goodness. The. Be- oh my yeah. gosh, this is hilarious. I have listened to this. Is there a way that Spotify can tell you how many times you listen to a song? I don't know. Because it is ridiculous. I am not kidding you. Nonstop. I play this over and over again. Um, let me just, uh, of course, I won't play the one that would drive you crazy. Because uh, it drives me crazy that it drives you crazy. Anyway, but it, this, this it is, drives you crazy that that song drives me crazy. Yeah, I don't why? know why you don't like Roxanne. It's such a great oh, song. I can't stand that song. But this is a live concert. But let me see if I can find the one. Here you go. Listen. Hay 60,000 personas aquí esta noche. Entonces hay 120,000 manos. Besamelas. He's in Buenos Aires, Argentina. And the police is doing a they're doing a live conference or con, a concert, concert there, and I just absolutely love this. And where's like there's songs in here that I didn't even know before, and now all of a sudden it's like there's songs I've known all my life because I listen to them over and over again. But uh, 
Yeah, this is, there's some good stuff in here. But King of Pain is one of my favorite. I think Roxanne's their only song I don't like. Really? Yeah. And you said they, uh, Sting did a medley. Um, Sting was on the Grammys, performed with Bruno Mars and I think Rihanna. they sang this, right? He didn't sing this. They sang a Bruno Mars song and then added this maybe. It was, it was, yeah, it was a mashup. There were many. Okay. Yeah. But I, I did not see it, but I heard they played this Walking on the Moon as yeah. a part of yeah. the tribute. Yeah. To uh, Bob Marley. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been, I've, I have, I, I've been listening to music. One of the things that I've been doing is really trying to take in as much music as I can because... <clears throat> you know, um, it really helps me stay focused on the jobs mm-hmm. that I'm doing. Sometimes I get so focused on just working and it's so silent that I just... I can't handle silence. Yeah. I, I don't do silence at all. There will always be... Um, there is almost always music on in my head, whether it's on the radio or on the big blue or, um, you know, I put in my earbuds sometimes so I don't bother everybody else in the house but um i always am surrounding myself with music right it keeps i had me going i had gotten so used to preparing like my because t- i had been working on my talk for platform for a very long time yeah. and i was listening to this album now i can tell you right now you know you know how music kind of uh is that one thing that can when you hear a song you remember when yeah. you last heard it and stuff like that yep this this album will forever remind me of this of this conference well not just this conference but this stage in my life okay you know even because it's been like a month that i've been listening maybe a couple weeks anyway anyway this is the jam box so i was i have another music story when you're done i had i was down at uh that's cute down there it looks like a lego it does look like a lego (laughs) anyway um i was down in my hotel room and uh i was listening to spotify through my um, speakers on the MacBook Air and it just does not have enough bass. So anyway, I'm going to just hold this right up here to my microphone and turn this on. Ah, That's what it sounds like yeah. when you turn it on. And then it should say that it's in pairing mode and I should be able to go to Spotify and click play. So this is this little jam box and it's got some bass to it. Listen to this. You would not believe your eyes if ten million fireflies lit up the world as I fell asleep. It's not too bad sounding, is it? Cause they fill the open air. Anyway, so little jam it's from Jawbone, it's called the uh jam box. And uh, that was cute. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you didn't hear it, listen. So this is what it, you heard what it sounded like when I turned it on, and this is what it sounds like when you turn it off. Oh, it's I, different. It didn't do it. Oh, that's because the phone was just pairing. Oh. Uh. Anyway. Anyway, it made a cute little noise. Let's see if I can get it. There we go. There you go. <laughs> that's cute. Fun stuff. So speaking of music, um, not only do we love music, our children love music as well. Yes. Um, Megan being a teenager begged and begged and begged and begged and begged to be able to watch pitch perfect okay okay um the music in that is very good is it i mean it, it it's fairly good yes i like it i like the way they um mash songs up um i love that it's acapella because singing acapella is very difficult to do um we did it a couple of times in high school but um so it just, I liked the movie. There were some things that were highly inappropriate, but that's just that's just television today. That that's movies. That I mean, it was to be expected. Last night, Matthew needed batteries, and Megan needed tape for her social studies homework. Okay. So I had to go to Kroger to get those things. Left them all here. Come back. I walk in the door. Yeah. McKenna is listening. McKenna's seven. Listening to the soundtrack from Pitch Perfect on the MacBook while she's doing her homework. Knows every 
word to every song. No way. One of them is so totally inappropriate for our seven-year-old to be singing. Did you tell her that? Yes. And what'd she say? Well, I already know it. (laughs) That that was her response to me. Well, I already know it. But I do love that because of Pitch Perfect, my kids were introduced to a song from The Breakfast Club. So that was kind of... I know that song, but I've never heard that version. That doesn't sound good. Well, it's all... It's all acapella and it's all remixed oh, for the pitch perfect. I thought yeah. I'm thinking I'm thinking of the Jimmy Fallon movie. No. Okay, never mind. No. Yeah, that movie is a little bit much for McKenna. Yeah. Yeah. And um, but she she knows all the words to um the riff off. Mm-hmm. And um it's inappropriate. Well. And her response was, but I already know it. Hmm. Anyway. Of course, the other day she referred to herself as um, her brain as a genius brain. Did she? Yes. Good for her. Yep. Because my genius brain can hold all that. <laughs> that is awesome. I love that kid. Yeah, my all genius brain. All righty. Well, I am starting this music. We are now one hour into this. Thank Told you, guys. Told you we could do it. I know. And now I'm ready for bed. Might be the most boring hour that they've spent all week listening to us chit chat about a whole lot of nothing i don't know if it was a whole lot of nothing there was one making there's probably a nugget in there somewhere nugget somewhere nugget yeah we entertained these folks it was an an entertaining hour we've added value to the lives of many people i sincerely hope so Anyway, I do too. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Family from the Heart. If you want to uh, head over to gspn.tv slash cruise, we would love for you to join us. Where are we going? <laughs> to the Bahamas. Uh, the Bahamas, to Nassau and the private Disney Island. Anyway, until next time, my friends, we encourage you to live your life on purpose. <laughs>